Welcome back to Fucking Brave, the podcast. (laughs) See, now you laughed this time when I said it. I don't know, it just sounded funny when you said it. I was trying to sound pro. Oh. Like you. (laughs) Which is something that we get to say now. Michaela has officially announced that she is a pro international team writer for nash it's pretty exciting which is what we want to talk about kind of a little bit tonight but we what are you drinking i'm drinking a mocktail with cranberry juice and lime and ginger beer and the thing that we drank the last time we did yeah i think the same the same thing a mocktail yeah same here it's yummy yeah. Really quick, I just want to say, uh, if there's, like, a bit of fuzziness in the background of this one, I apologize. Lincoln's fans are very loud tonight for some reason, and we can't exactly go turn them down, or he'll wake up. And you'll hear the ice in our glasses. So while we tried to sound pro there for a second... It's not going to last long. We don't really care. <laughs> You're not here for the audio quality. So, Michaela, you're a pro kiteboarder now. How's that going? It's going great. Uh, I think what you're trying to get at, though, is the fact that we want to talk about putting yourself out there. Yeah. Because you did that. Yeah. It's is that the fact that I put out a video and did not get the best responses. You got eaten alive a little bit by some people we were hoping. I don't know if we were hoping would support you. It just it was kind of unanticipated criticism at least for me i think you had a hunch so let's be direct what did what so what did you put out what was your video so there's a trend going on in the kiteboarding world right now from the top riders who are doing something called a double mega loop and the first person to ever do one only did one maybe three weeks ago by the time the podcast comes out yeah and so there's maybe, I mean, by the time this comes out, maybe more people. But as of right now, the day we're talking, there's been maybe, I would say, 10 men tops that have landed it, maybe closer to like six. And there's been no women who have attempted it, at least who have posted on social media. That, that, we are, that we are aware of. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I went and tried to do one. And... Did it in a very safe way and never was outside of my skill level and just, yeah, like it felt good. And my crashes actually, they looked bad, but they didn't feel that bad. I had worse crashes when I was learning how to just do one kite loop. Um, Anyway, this trick involves jumping up and spinning the kite twice in front of you instead of over your head. So you're being pulled forward. Uh, for a very long time, and you have to get... And down. Yeah, and, and you start going down during the second loop of the kite, and so if the kite doesn't catch you, you hit the water from basically how high you jumped, added with, like, horizontal force, and it's like hitting concrete, right? So we've been talking about her trying this with an eye on... There was a day with a lot of wind, and we've talked about kite sizes and line lengths and all of these things can make the trick safer or easier to do. And we did that. 
with the support of one of the designers from Nash who lent us kites and line extensions and it was also a participatory person like, and yeah let's get you to do this like well, and, and then deciding what gear would be best like oh i think this gear would be best or that gear would be best or try it with this line length or that line length like so a lot of thought has gone into this yeah it's not like i just you know woke up on a windy day and said i'm gonna do a double mega loop rocked <laughs> up to the beach yeah um and you posted a crash because you haven't landed one yet no i had put some on my feet but i didn't jump very high because I purposely wasn't going so high. So that way when I crashed, I could handle the crashes. You know, there's an element of going higher gives you a greater possibility of doing it, but also leads to a greater possibility of getting injured when you hit the water. Um, so I put a couple on my feet, but the the second loop hadn't finished yet. So I don't think that it really counts. And it was on a kite that we couldn't. Post, post the pictures of because it's a kite that hasn't been released yet. Yeah, it's complicated. So I had some video shots of doing this trick on the gear that I ride that is released and I'm allowed to post. And so instead of posting something that was a closer try, I ended up posting a video that was a, a bigger crash. And what did people say? <laughs> some people said, awesome. But I think the thing... That we're getting at and like on putting yourself out there and that I want to talk about tonight is that actually the response I got from other women in the big air in big air. Yeah. Other women in the kiteboarding community that also ride in big air. And I actually didn't hear from that many men. I heard from one guy. He seems to have other things going on right now, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, he's it's, kind of a grumpy guest these days. He's he's somebody who's commented on everybody's attempts at doing this trick, men and women. So, but the women, the response from the women, I guess, is what I was really surprised about, and I understand partially where they're coming from. Like what what we do in big air kiteboarding is inherently dangerous. So for me to say that trying a double mega loop is dangerous is kind of a no brainer, right? Like. Obviously, well, everything we do is dangerous. I mean, I had worse crashes trying to learn a late back than I ever did the other day trying to do a double mega loop. So, I don't know. They just, um, the, the women who are in big air are also, most of them are in Cape Town and are where the men are doing this trick right now. And there's, the men kind of, have this, like, I have to do it at 20 meters high and it has to be legit sort of mentality. And so they are getting really hurt. Um, One of the men actually ended up in the hospital. One of your fellow team writers, actually. Yeah. Also writes for Nash. Yeah, he does. He ended up in the hospital because he crashed so hard. But again, they're going much bigger and, and more aggressive. I don't... My goal is to never, like, make it be, like, the biggest, baddest thing. My goal is to just do it. So what did the girls say to you? Yeah, um, the girls just said, I mean, be careful. That wasn't so much, like, the issue, but pretty much, like, you shouldn't be doing this. It's, it's really, really dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> like, what? Again. You're not aware that this is dangerous? Right. Um, yeah, I guess kind of that. Just, like, you shouldn't be doing this. It's really dangerous. Don't, you know, don't hurt yourself. Like, you need to do this, this, and this in order to, like, even be able to do it. Like, just, I don't know, just a lot of this stuff coming from people who I understand that they have 
that they're in a community where people are doing this trick, but they themselves have not tried it yet. And instead of getting, wow, fuck yeah, congratulations, look at you sending it. Like, way to put women on the map for from your female peers in this extremely dangerous discipline of kiteboarding, you got, be careful. <laughs> How'd that feel? Yeah, it feels... I don't know. I don't even know that it feels like bad or shitty or anything like that. I I think it's more just that it feels a little surprising and it also feels like it's just perpetuating the the stereotype that women can't particularly in big air. This is a if you're not a kiteboarder, I'm really sorry this might not be your favorite podcast that you've ever listened to, but but big air is the side of kiteboarding that Red Bull sponsors. It's extreme. It's It's been historically male-dominated. There's only been one woman who's competed in the m- more modern version of King of the Air. And, and it's just, it's been a space that has been very bro-ish in a sport that's already very male-dominated. And to have the women come out and not support your attempts... Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I think it'd be one thing, you know, if they would have been like, oh, awesome, like, on my post, and then maybe message me privately, just being like, hey, like, do you, like, do you know what you're doing, or do you need any tips, or... Or, like, holy shit, were you scared? Yeah. It was very um, much telling. I guess it was that, like, I don't know, is there a woman's version of mansplaining? (laughs) But it's it's hard in this sport where women have to push themselves in order to become relevant because you guys are far behind the boys as far as women's ability in this sport that they are not also encouraging other women to push them forward yeah do you think it's going to make you less likely to put yourself out there next time um yes and no so what i had to decide between when I posted that video was, do I post something that's not complete that I'm just trying to do and not succeeding at, or do I wait and potentially try to do it again and wait to post a video of me actually doing the trick? And we had lengthy conversations about this. Yeah. Because we were going back and forth of, well, do you post it and you're the first woman to say, I'm trying this. And light a fire under everybody else's ass, which doesn't seem to have been the case because they seem pretty scared shitless. Mm-hmm. And then potentially have somebody else land it, but you're still the first woman to say that you've attempted it. Or do we wait and run the risk of somebody else completing the trick first? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think the next time I'm in a similar situation, my move might be to just wait until I've done it. I have this philosophy with climbing mountains, too, where it's like I don't tell people I'm going to go climb a mountain because then if I don't actually summit the mountain, it it feels like I didn't lose anything. Sure. Right? Like, if I never posted that and I don't ever do it, there's no loss. Yeah. And not that there's loss now, but... I think even if you never land it, 
that's fine. Yeah. I think that you putting yourself out there and saying, I'm trying hard things. I'm doing scary shit. The rest of you guys are still on the beach. The rest of you gals actually are still on the beach. At least I'm out here. You know, I, I guess, I guess coming back to like your question of like, is it going to make it harder to, to put myself out there in the future? I, I don't, I don't think so. I think in some ways the response almost like lit more of a fire under my ass. Where you're like, I don't give a shit what people think about my attempts. At least I'm trying. Yeah. Like you can tell me whatever you want, but I don't feel like I'm being unsafe. I only had like one attempt that was really scary, but I mean, all bigger is scary, right? Like, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I feel like you're more chicken to try a boogie loop these days than you are to yeah. try a double mega loop, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think another thing that was brought up in these conversations, too, was this idea of, of like, doing it for the glory. And, it, and it's been brought oh, up not even just yeah. in, in my specific sense, but in kind of the greater kiteboarding community as a whole. There's this idea that all these riders are just doing it for the glory and for the post, for their sponsors. And I don't know. There's there's a side of me that's like, yeah, sure, that's true. Like, of course, I would love to be the first woman to do something. Like, it would put me on the map. It would put Nash on the map. Right. Like, there is an element of that. But I think I think that it would be wrong to say that the only reason that I'm trying to do the trick is for my sponsors and to like get Instagram likes. I think it's a lot of chicken and egg for you. I think that you progress more because you have the responsibility of, of your sponsors, but you would still push yourself in any, I mean, I think about all of the time that you've been learning freestyle to what end to like for who, for no one but you. Right. You know, you've been learning all these other tricks in a different discipline. I'm sure they're paying off in Big Air, but the reason you went to Big Air was because there's sponsorship. And yes, there is, like, there is a piece of this that is. Yeah, but I guess I think if you remove the Nash piece out of this, like, would I have tried it? Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I guess that's what I mean. Like, I'm not just you doing it, it for my other kites. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is that for me personally, I can't speak to everyone, but for me personally, there's an element of of proving that women belong here too. Yeah. Well, and I think that's also why you're working on learning some of the other tricks that you're working on is to really push the sport for women. There's another trick that has um, never been landed in competition by a woman, which is a kite loop board off. You can look all of these up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But you're pushing yourself in that capacity, too, because it doesn't even matter. And we've talked about this. If you go to a competition and don't win, but if you can land a kite loop board off, it's going to matter. Yeah. I guess it's that, that, like, Big Air is at this really interesting point right now on the women's side of things where there's a lot of growth to be had and there's definitely a lot of different ways to go about it, but pretty much any growth that's going to happen has to come with an element of risk. Mm -hmm. Like the tricks that we're doing aren't (laughs) just like safe, right? Like, no, 
they're not and and particularly while you're learning them and it's hard because people are really critical and it's really easy to be critical when you're not putting yourself out there by working hard posting media and and being sponsored putting yourself out there as a sponsored writer is a thing too yeah i don't know i think it's been really unfair I think lots of things about what people have said to you, but I, that's all like my own musings in my brain. I can't know what other people think, but what I think about you though, Michaela is I think that you're brave. I was the one that encouraged you to go ahead and post it because we both kind of landed on the side of better to be part of the conversation at all than to have missed it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I say we decided to post it, but it's weird. We do a lot of these things in tandem, but yeah. at the end of the day, you're the one that's putting yourself out there. And I think you're brave, fucking brave per chance. I certainly try to be. I think yeah. it matters. I think, I think showing up to the playing field matters. And I don't think that you necessarily need to win. Oh, 100%. You don't need to. No. And, and, and we deal with that a lot in our representation as a lesbian couple in the world. <laughs> like, we don't have to be the best. We can argue. We can, you know, be imperfect. But just being who we are and being out there matters. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Good on you for putting yourself out there. Sorry it was uncomfortable. It's part of it. I think it's part of being in the position that I'm in currently. Like, it's not going to be all... And it's just going to get worse. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just going to get worse. The more popular you get, the more known you are, the worse it's going to get. And the more, you know, if I do end up moving into kind of like... I want to say like the 1%, but... I guess I mean more of like the the top, top end of women. Like if I do continue to progress and I am somebody who's landing these tricks that there's not a lot of other people, other, I should say other women doing, sure, I'm going to gain a lot of people that support me, but I'm also going to gain a lot of people that don't want me to succeed. Well, and a lot, honestly, there's a lot of men out there too who are like, well, it's not the best one I've seen or like, yeah, I mean, that was little and. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And social media, which is a topic for a whole nother podcast at some point in time, is its own beast of people just sitting behind their computers or their phones saying whatever they want to say because they can. But that's it. You got to grow a bit of a thick skin and you have one already. Yeah. I guess what I just want to say, like, to kind of bring this around to maybe a more relatable side of things is that. Putting yourself out there isn't for everyone. Um, I think that you, you know, if you are going to put yourself out there, you do have to be willing to accept that there may be people that don't agree with it or don't like it. And it's something that I've been doing for a very long time now, being gay. I mean, putting myself out there as a gay athlete in and of itself is huge. So I think I have a lot more practice with hitting the post button and kind of, waiting for the cringe that comes after. But I think if you are in a position where you can maybe not associate with the negative responses you may get, like putting yourself out there matters to somebody. 
100%. And I think that that's, I think, I think like that's a big part of the reason that I wanted to make that post. And, and I knew actually posting it that there was a chance that I would get backlash because the community hasn't been super happy about people trying this trick, even on the men's side. Uh, so I knew that there was a chance that I would get some sort of backlash from it. And that did happen. And, and that's okay. And it's not something that I can like go to bed dwelling on, but I know that my post mattered to somebody. Mm. It mattered to that little girl who has seen all the dudes trying the thing and like woke up and saw my post on her Instagram feed and is like, wow, like women, women are trying to. Women belong in this, this piece of the sport. Yeah. I'd love to hear how you've put yourself out there. If you have, we love hearing from you guys. It's kind of our favorite. Mm -hmm. I swear it's half the reason we keep doing this podcast. And if you haven't put yourself out there, maybe challenge yourself. See if there's, see if there's one, one way this week that you can put yourself out there. Could be something as small as telling somebody they have a nice shirt. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know how it goes. We love you guys. Stay fucking brave. And wild. I mixed them that time. That was weird. I didn't like that. (laughs) Be brave. Love you.